All right, so about six months from now, your life's the same, pretty much. You're just tending bar, running the valve, doing stand-up, right? Everything's going okay. Nothing really out of the ordinary. Sure. Um, so lately, there's been this lady coming into the into the your into the tavern, right? And she'll come in there and like try to sell you raffle tickets for like a a quilt raffle. Like they're raising money. So like there's some Rotary Club that's having a a quilt raffle. So she'll like come into your bar and like walk around to every single table and be like. Would you like to buy a raffle ticket for the quilt raffle happening this weekend? She's been doing this once a week, probably. Like Saturday, 1 o'clock, you know? What do you do? There's after the, the second she started that, I would tell her to leave. You, I, I hate when people do that. They come into a bar or a restaurant. They try to sell. I would just say, "Ma'am, I'm sorry. You can't. You can't do that here. You have to leave." So when you like confront her about leaving, people start booing. Right? And people are like, "Hey, come on, man! Like, I want to. I want to buy a ticket." <laughs> Wait, they are you all kidding me? People like have cash out, dude. What? The cash. A lot of the cash was gonna go to you, but they're like, eh, "Why would we give it to this fucking idiot? We could just buy a." A quilt raffle ticket. Hell yeah. What if we want a <laughs> what quilt? What the fuck? All right. Then I go, okay, so, never mind. So she comes to you. She goes, do you want to buy a quilt raffle ticket? Yeah, fuck it. Right. I will. So she she goes, okay. And she has one left. And she pulls it out of her, her bra. She's like an older lady. Right? And she goes, here you go. And she holds it out for you. All right. I take it from her. You take it. And your fingers touch for just a split second. <laughs> oh, no. And you have this like <laughs> flash, and and you have this memory of you like when you were a kid. You'd stay <laughs> at your grandparents' house on the lake, and there were some nights like where you and like your you had like cousins in town, and there were like other kids from like the the neighborhood uh, near where your grandparents lived that you just knew. They were just like man, summer kids, you know. That's what you called yourselves, the summer kids. We called ourselves the summer kids. Yeah, the summer kids, because you like. You you weren't like friends throughout the school year, but like when you'd come stay with your grandparents. Yeah, I I, I get it. Yeah, it's yeah. really I get it. So you called yourselves the summer kids. Wow. You had a treehouse, uh, and you have like a distinct memory of like the summer kids had a sleepover at your nana and pop pop's house, and you guys your your nana had this giant quilt and she laid it out on the couch and just smelled like the breeze, you know? Yeah. It was just oh man. And you have that like very distinct memory, and then you just flash back. Like, well, that's, that's weird. <laughs> and so you take the you take the you fill out the little ticket or whatever. <laughs> and, you, and she goes, "Thanks." And she goes, "Oh, that'll be five dollars." Okay. And you give her five dollars. Yeah. And uh, you see her walk out into the street, and she gets hit by a bus. Holy immediately. shit! Yeah, immediately, right? Uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty alarming. So, but her. <laughs> Somebody else from the Rotary Club was at a different uh, place of business. They're like, "Oh no, Marlene!" <laughs> and, Jeez, right? And and they're like, "That was Marlene the Dream McBean. <laughs> she was the best." They called her the Dream. The Dream. They called her the Dream because she was the best uh, raffle ticket sales lady every year. She kept the Rotary Club afloat, dude. 
Now who knows what they're going to do. Wow. So either way, they get all the tickets picked up. No harm, no foul, except for Marlene the Dream McBean. She's dead. <laughs> right? Uh, rest in peace. So you're like, whatever, that's so strange. I just... But you were part of you was kind of like, man, I'm kind of glad she's gone. You know, right? Like she was a real asshole, and you start getting like way more tips now because she's gone. So you kind of view the experience as like a net positive for you. <laughs> You're just not a very good person. So a couple weeks go by, uh, and like you're just fucking working one day. And then another like older lady comes into the into the tavern, and she goes, "Are you Pat Dean?" Yes. And she's got like a big fucking box with her. And she goes, you won the raffle. We've been trying to get a hold of you, but we couldn't read your handwriting. <laughs> and so you're like, well, yeah, that, that could happen. That makes sense. And yeah. she goes, well, we heard you were here when Marlene the Dream McBean got hit by that bus. Yeah. R.I.P. That was some that was horrible. Yeah, sure was. Thanks. And she just leaves. Right. And you open this box and it's just like this uh, like soft violet handmade quilt. I mean, it's like very impressive. Right? It's beautiful. And when you open the box, it smells just like that same smell that you had that that dream with the summer kids. The breeze. Yeah, the breeze. The summer kids. The breeze of your grandparents' house. On the lake, yeah. yeah on the lake. You guys would just play baseball for hours. <laughs> yeah. You guys would go fishing. You'd walk your bikes into town. Man, you guys had a fucking blast. Summer Sounds kids. fun, yeah. Yeah, it was you and your brother... And this other kid, Tommy Longshot Jordan. <laughs> What's his name? Tommy Longshot Jordan. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, he's called Longshot because they thought he was going to die at birth. Oh. But, he, but he made it. He's alive. And then the, Kevin Michaels <laughs> is the other kid. He was just a kid from the neighborhood. A couple years later, he got into... Like, real hard stuff. He died young. Dang. Yeah. So, yeah. But you sm- it's like it smells the same way. Yeah. So you work your rest of your shift. You go home. Do you take the quilt out? Yeah, I do. What do you do with it? Like, where do you, where um, do you put it? I, I lay down on my couch. I turn on Netflix. I, I put on the quilt. So you, like, cover it over you? Yeah, just to right. see what it's like. Right. So do you, like, how do you do it? Are you, like... Do you have it like you pull it up over your head, just like no, I pull it up to my yourself. I pull I pull it up like up to my chin. Yeah. But my face is exposed. Gotcha. To see the TV. Alright. So you look down and like you're you're looking at the you're watching the TV and the quilt feels incredible. Yeah. Right? Quilt feels so good. And it just it just almost like it fits, you know? It just fits you perfectly. It couldn't feel more right. And you look down at the end of the quilt. And uh, in the quilt, you see a pair of googly eyes appear. <laughs> and then like a, a set of men's lips, like human lips. <laughs> what? On the end. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and, I would sit perfectly still. And you see it, you see it kind of like blink. Almost like it's waking up for the first time in a long time. Yeah. And he goes, oh, where am I? I would say, you're in my living room. I would say, what is going on here? 
He was named Soft. Soft T. Quilt. And I'm a time-traveling garment. And you're like, that's weird. I don't like... I think a garment, like, you wear those. Time-traveling quilt? Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he says, I can take you anywhere you want to go. Where do you go? <laughs> so he's a quilt that will take me through time. Yeah. Soft tea quilt. Uh, Soft tea quilt. Okay. All right. Um, I would go, this is fucking weird, but if I, I would like to go to uh, Victory in Europe Day in New York City. Okay. 1945. Gotcha. He goes, okay, all you got to do is go to sleep and I'll take you there in the morning. All right. So you like, uh, this is probably like, I don't know, fairly early in the day. Not like early in the day, but like, it's not like super late or anything. I mean, you got out of work. It's probably like the early afternoon, six o'clock or so. So you just hang out. Uh, I chug some NyQuil. Yeah. So you chug a bunch of NyQuil. You pass out around seven o'clock, right? When you wake up, you wake up in a bed in the middle of Times Square. I knew it. Surrounded, I knew this guy could do this. Surrounded by surrounded by people. Everybody's in the street. They're kissing. You look down an alleyway. You see a bunch of people fucking. Oh God! In an alley, and they're like, "We fucking won!" And they're oh. just they're all so excited. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. What do you do? Uh, I would jump out. I would say, well, I would probably just go whoa, and I'd jump out of the bed and explore the celebration. So you get out of bed and soft tea quilt. He says to you, Pat, we can't stay very long. We gotta go. We, I, I can't keep you here. We can travel through time, but just know you got to come back here real quick. All right. Then I, I go, holy shit. And I run back. Because yeah. the idea of risking anything while time traveling is horrifying. I run back. I zip right underneath those that goddamn quilt again. So you get on, you get like in, inside of him? Yeah. And uh, you look down, you see at the, like, the foot of the quilt. You see him, and he's like, okay, that was a good one for the first time in a long time, knocking the rust off. He goes, the more we do these, you know, the, the longer the longer we'll be able to go, and I'll get back to my old form. Oh, wow. He goes, where else do you want to go? Hmm. Where else would I want to go? I would probably want to go to the moon landing. To watch it on TV. Okay. Yeah. So that, well, what year was that? Was that uh, 68, 69? Yeah, man. I mean, I don't even know if it really happened, but whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't prove it. Well, that's where I'm going. I'm going to that date. We landed on the moon. And what are you going to do? Uh, go to a local tavern and watch it on TV with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So where, like, where would you go? I would go to a bar in Austin. Yeah, yeah, in the whatever. 60s? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know any bars. The tavern actually was was open then. So you go to the back. To I the would tavern? go to the tavern. The yeah, to watch the moon landing. Yeah, yeah. So you go back to the tavern, right? Where, do you go like inside the tavern or like in the parking lot? 
The parking lot, yeah. Gotcha. Then I walk across the street. So you uh, you go to the parking lot, right? And he goes, Pat, I, I can probably, we probably got about five minutes. So what do you do? I uh, take a stopwatch with me. Yeah. Run across, watch as much of the moon landing as I can in, th- in three minutes, then run back. Gotcha. So you, you time it up, like you, you look it up at like the exact time, uh, like what time did it broadcast, you know, it's, it's like a historic event. And uh, you go to that exact time and you catch like the prime, hey, he's he's out, he's on the moon. Yeah. You, you catch the moment, that snapshot of history. And then you run back into the bed. Yeah. You go back. He goes, okay. He goes, I feel good. I think we could probably do 10 minutes this time. Um, I go to Appomattox Courthouse when they ended the Civil War. Yeah. So you go back and you're just going to, like, that day? Yeah. I want to, like, spy on, kind of, like, watch it. Yeah. Spy from a uh, vantage point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A safe distance? Yeah. So you go and you watch. You're there for, like, 10 minutes. You're just kind of hanging out. Next to soft tea quilt. Yeah. Right. You get back in the bed. He goes, all right. There's a thing we can do 30 minutes. Wow. Um. I mean, geez, where else, where else would I go? I think at that point I would say this has been a pretty crazy day. <coughs> let's just, uh, let's just head home for now. Okay. So you just go back home. Yeah. Right. So next thing you know, you wake up, you're in your bed, you feel fucking so refreshed. Yeah. Soft tea quilt laying on top of you. <laughs> it fits you like a glove. Yeah. What do you do? I just get out of the bed and go about my day. So at what point would you try to travel through time again? Um, I would sit down when the next, uh, do I work that day? No, you're off. So I'm off. So I would so I would go to the coffee. I go to Thunderbird Coffee, and I would have a coffee, and I would come up with a list of places I want to go. Yeah. And then I'll walk back and do it immediately. Yeah. yeah. Where would you go? Where are the next places um, I'd love to go back in time to see uh, them making the pyramids. Yeah. Just want to see what that looked like. So you're picking, like, mostly historical events. Yes. Right? Uh, you kind of run out of all the stuff that you feel like you really want to see. And at this point, you can go to a place for, like, a full day. So you're kind of like, man, what's something for me? What's, like, a place in, in my own life? Or what's, like, a selfish thing I would want to go see? Hmm. I'm sure there's a bunch. I can't think of any on the top of my head right now, but I'd, I'm sure there's so many. You couldn't think of anything? No. You think that there would be like a like a romantic tryst element to it, or like a financial thing, or just like a really happy moment? Um, no, I would have to sit down and seriously think about it. So you sit down. That sounds silly, but no, it's okay. So you sit down. It's a lot of pressure. And uh, you sit down and you think about it. What do you pick? <laughs> probably go back to high school uh when i was uh hanging out there's a lot of people that i don't get to see anymore yeah. so i wanted to go back uh in time 
to see some of those people, some of which I don't talk to anymore uh, just because of we just live far away, some of whom are dead. I'd like to hang out with them again. Yeah. That's what I'd do. So you go back home. Yeah. And you're you're just like, you're just going to, so you go back, what time do you go to? Uh, the year 2000. So you go to the year 2000? Yeah. So how old were you? Uh, 16. 16. So you go back to the year 2000, right? And you're just like watching you guys hang out? Yeah. So you're just, you're like hanging out at like a, you're hanging out on the parking lot of your high school. You guys had just like gotten your driver's licenses, you know? Yeah. All your like first cars, like your shitty beat up first cars are all just kind of parked together. And you're like, yeah, we should start a club of like bad cars. And so you guys <laughs> will like laugh about it, but you seriously kind of consider it for a moment. <laughs> so you're like, you're probably like 40 feet away, right? You're just standing there and like, you can't believe it. Like as soon as you come to, you're like, holy shit. I'm looking at the parking lot of like my high school. Yeah. There's all my friends. There's like, yeah, there's the, there's the, the janitor who got caught spying on kids, you know, like, like just, there's like all the, holy shit. This is so crazy. What a horrible memory. And you're just, but you're, but you look at your friends and you see like the fun you were having. God, you just smile. You know what I mean? Because that was like, when you grew up and got older, those kids took the place of the summer kids. You know, because, you know, you stopped going to your grandparents' house every summer, you know. Uh, you you kind of keep up with Long Shot Online. He's just, he works at a bank. Yeah. <laughs> he's a janitor at a bank. No, no, yeah. Long Shot. Yeah. But you know what? He's happy. He's doing good. And you're just, like, looking, and you're like, oh, man, the, these were, like, my, my, my first, like, set of friends in, like, a really cool formative period of my life. And you're having all these, like, Memories come back and you start to tear up looking at your younger self and then you feel like the full impact of like a 1997 Chevy Camaro (laughs) slam into your side. What? Yeah. You just get you come to for like a split second and you see like your friends and you have these memories and you start to well up with tears and then you're hit by a car. What the fuck? You're hit by a Camaro, and it sends your body flying into the air, and you you land on your head. <laughs> Wait, I was physical being there? Yeah, you didn't realize it, but you were. Holy and, shit. Yeah, that's why you had to hide. <laughs> so, But you were in the middle of the road. You just got transported there, and you look, and your body gets flung through the air, and your nap snacks on the impact, and like you're just looking up, and your head is tilted over, and <laughs> the license plate says hyphen on it, and then you hear... Oh shit! And you see, <laughs> oh, no. you see the Camaro do like a, a they peel out, like do it, like a, they peel away, and you see like they leave skid marks, right? And the last thing <laughs> that you see is like your friends from your your high school years running over to your lifeless body, and then you look up into like your sixteen year old face, yeah, and it's looking down at your thirty four year old face, and sixteen year old you just screams the most blood curdling scream you've heard in your life, and then you fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> the hyphen, <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> he, got, he got you dude 